1: It's The Run Home with Kirsten Beeve.
0: 5.42, the boss is coming to New Zealand again in 2023. This is The Run Home here on SENZ. Thanks to Rotoflex by Blundstone, stability meets the freedom to move arguably, no, no not, not even arguably, the biggest news today is that the Prime Minister has called time on her career, her political career. She will stand down as the Prime Minister on February the 7th. Uh, she will continue in Mount Albert until April to avoid the need for a by-election. So we thought we'd talk politics and why not? The E is also an S E N Z is entertainment and it's a different way of looking at things because it affects you and I. Uh, and it is a big news day as far as that is concerned. Well, one of our uh, cricket commentator, as happens also to be the political reporter for Radio New Zealand and Ben Strang joins us right now. Hey Ben, how are you mate?
1: Yes, not 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 too bad. It's, um, it's been a big day. It's, it's, there's a lot on. Did, <laughs> did you see that announcement coming at all? Yes and no because uh, Jacinda Ardern's been asked a lot of questions over the past, I don't know, six months or so uh, about whether she had the desire to continue and as of late last year, you know, middle of December last year, last sort of round of interviews she was doing, she said that she did still have the energy and desire to to, to keep doing the job and was eager to lead Labour for another three years, lead a government for another three years. So um, she, she'd given all the signs that she was wanting to keep going, but obviously over the Christmas period, when I think, you know, you're spending a bit of time uh, with the family, a bit of time at home, out of the spotlight, a little bit less to do, she's decided actually... Uh, I don't have the energy for that anymore. And as she said today, you know, she's going to get to see her child go to school first day at school, and uh, go and actually get married. So she's decided to to, to change her priorities, which is uh, probably fair enough. And do you
0: and do you simply think that time with family and just let's be honest, being normal uh, was the tipping point?
1: I think it's one of them. I think there's no denying that the the opportunity to to spend more time with family has to be massive because she spends a lot of time away from her child, from her, from her husband. So that's a massive thing. I do also think that it's been a pretty relentless few years, um, particularly during the pandemic. I think you'd be hard pressed to find a, a a politician in New Zealand who has received more abuse than Jacinda Ardern has. It's been um, pretty punishing. Some of the stuff she goes through. So I think that will weigh into it um, a little bit, but yeah, just, Pretty relentless job, not something I'd want to be doing,
0: yeah, but also the fact that they were they were down on the polls, do you think it was probably you know, and this probably will sound <laughs> will sound cynical, but the fact that they you know they swept the labour swept through in the last election, uh the one two in a row ratings were all over were fantastic. she would like her legacy to be that she chose her own way to go out rather than the public deciding it in in the potential of losing this next election.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, cynical is probably the word, but I mean it is it is entirely possible. Um, you're you're right there. I mean, John Key basically did it in the last national government uh, the, the year before the election, knowing that you know governments usually only get about three terms if that. And uh, the signs are very much pointing towards National winning this next election. So um, there's no doubt that uh, the the timing is is good to to avoid a loss, but. Uh, you you would think that uh, just the way she's spoken over the years that that you know having a winning legacy isn't necessarily what she's most worried about, uh, but yeah, it could, it could have played a part. All right,
0: we have to move forward now. So if you were national, and I haven't seen anything in the in the news yet about their their response to this, and you might be able to help me on this one, uh, have you seen a response? And how should they respond going forward?
1: Uh, national, you're saying? Yeah. Um, national, I mean, the, the early sort of words we've heard from the National Party leader are talking about his respect for the Prime Minister, um, talking about, <coughs> sorry, talking about um, her leadership during the, the Christchurch terror attacks, uh, early days of the pandemic, that sort of thing. There, there have been words about um, the inability of the government at times to achieve what they want to achieve and that sort of thing, but they've been pretty gracious at this point. Look, I think for which is the right the thing to do, Party. right? Absolutely, absolutely. But I think this will—they'll um, be pretty happy about this. I think if Labour were to have a chance of winning, it's behind Jacinda Ardern, who's, who has been one of the most popular prime ministers New Zealand's had. Um, I, I don't see—you know—the question is who's going to replace her, and uh, are they going to have the ability to? To get the public behind them, that's the big question now. And I think National will be feeling pretty buoyant that they got this.
0: Who are the front runners?
1: Uh, the, the, Grant Robertson, the Deputy Prime Minister, has basically ruled himself out today. We'll see if that sticks. Uh, you know, politicians know for changing their minds. Um, Chris Hipkins is the first name that really comes to mind. He's done a good job as the COVID response minister. Uh, he's he's kind of missed a fix it for Labor. So if there's a, a portfolio that's in need of a bit of uh, a bit of help, then then he turns up. Uh, the other sort of up and comers are Michael Wood, who's the transport minister. He's a very good talker, a very competent minister, and Kitty Allen uh, as well, the um, the justice minister. She's sort of risen up the ranks and, and would be a, a, a Maori woman to to take the reins. She she would be an interesting shout.
0: Well, do you think that's a, a genuine option, Kerry Allen? Is a genuine option?
1: I think I I think it depends what. The caucus are thinking because if they go with someone same old same old which is probably someone like chris hipkins they got to ask themselves are we going to win uh, or, or are people going to just see this as continuity whereas if they do go with somebody a bit fresh like kitty Allen, is that going to entice people and convince people that uh, we can change things up we can be a bit different and maybe you can swing people back to labor i think that's the decision they've got to make and it'll be fascinating to see what the, the the caucus and cabinet decide on Sunday.
0: I find it really hard to get to gauge what people are thinking uh, about who they who they want in government. You talk to a lot of look, I'm am a 50 year old white male, okay, and you can live in that you can live in that bubble, and, and a, a lot of my friends are going they're gone, they're gone, they're gone, and I'm and I'm saying to them, well, you've got to be really careful because you might be living in that bubble and might feel different on at other sides. What do you th- what do you think the mood of the nation wants? What do you what do you think we're going to see?
1: I think people are tired. Is is the the you know vibes I'm getting from people the, uh, the pandemic's been very a slog. long. It's been very a slog, very man. Uh, absolutely, and and so people we've sort seen it in the uh, local elections. People voted mainly for change. A lot of centre-right sort of candidates getting in. I get the sense that that's, you know, based on the polling and everything, that's where people are at at the moment as well uh, with the the central elections. The question will be is, um, you know, if we've got inflation issues, uh, everything's becoming more expensive, people can't afford to pay the mortgages on their houses, that sort of thing happening. As things ease later this year, ahead of the election, things might be starting to improve. Does that improve people's Hmm. thinking of the Labour Party? That's the question. Um, at this point, I would say if the if the election was held this weekend, I think the National Party would romp home with the ACT Party in support. Yeah. Okay.
0: Interesting times. So that's been a crazy day for you.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. A bit wild. I'm uh, I'm running morning report on Radio New Zealand at the moment. So when oh. I left this morning, it was uh, it was, you know, we were we were just scrambling for ideas for tomorrow, and now we. Yeah. Uh, We've got a whole show ready. So, and I see, you, um, I see yeah, you have,
0: a, I see you have a new anchor coming in, and Ingrid Hipkiss. Am I correct?
1: <coughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, she'll be starting in April, I think. So, it's um, it's good to have um, have her confirmed as the new host, and and everything we've heard, she'll she'll do a really good job. She's a good good former political journalist and good interviewer. So, that'll be fantastic.
0: And Just briefly, what did you make of the Black Caps last night? If you had any time to watch any of it.
1: Uh, yeah, so I caught the very end. Um, that's, uh, that's what I'm most excited to talk to you about. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I think this is... The fact that India scored 350 and our bowling attack didn't look particularly flash uh, is, is the concern, and that's the thing we've been talking about a lot through the SENZ commentary and all that sort of stuff um, during the Pakistan tour, is who are the next bowlers up without Tim Sally there, without Trent Bolt, um, they scored 350 fairly comfortably, and Shubman Gill's innings was amazing. Uh, I think Michael Bracewell has absolutely cemented his place. If there was any doubt, as a as a Black Caps player, um, he's a spectacular closer. It seems now at a one-day international cricket. But yeah, it's just the the bowling stocks which concern me heading into the World Cup later this year.
0: Oh well, you you make a lot of sense, and I appreciate your time both on the sporting front and the political front, Ben. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, go get some sleep. Well do. Okay. Yes. Thanks, buddy. It's 5.52. This is the run home on SCNZ. Thanks to McDelivery. Uh, if you want to have any, have you got any thoughts about Mike, what Michael said, you can get on the Makita New Zealand phone line 0800 15 0811. Remember, Makita rule the outdoors with their power garden tools. And of course, there is the Tempur Bedpost Text Machine, double eight double three 8883 Tempur and Bedpost range of mattresses and adjustable bases adapt to the exact shape of your body so you can put your head and your feet up in comfort.